0: Go Sweat, I'm Jack Brady and this is The Sweatcast, the weekly podcast that provides industry knowledge about the latest trends in the world of sport and fitness. Alright everybody, welcome to our first podcast ever. I am your host, Jack, and today we have the two co-founders of Go Sweat, Alex and Steph. So uh, for starters, why don't you guys just sort of introduce yourselves?
1: Okay, um, so I'm Steph and I'll just give you a bit of a background into sure. what I've done and how I'm here really. Um, so I studied geography at Newcastle University, obviously chose the city because of its wonderful <laughs> education and not the fact that they do the three travels for £5 pounds or whatever it was. Um, and then I went on and did the Audi graduate scheme. Um, it's a pretty infamous scheme, uh, mostly because of Um, the nice car that you get, but actually the learning curve and what you get to understand um, from managing people and responsibilities is huge. You do a lot of hours, so I worked there for two years, but um, we're doing about 80-90 hours a week, so it might as well have been um, about four years in terms of (laughs) that responsibility that you kind of gained from that. Um, I then quit my job and decided to do this so slacked off my um, 60k salary and um, and i decided to yeah just
0: and it. it yeah exactly and alex a little quick introduction uh for everyone listening
2: yeah so my story is very similar uh growing up i played just about every sport under the sun um got off the football contract when i was 16 but uh, turned it down, whether or not it was my decision or my parents, I'm not sure. Um, but then I went to uni, did uh, geography at Newcastle, then managed to get onto the Aldi um, graduate scheme, um, at which point I had unfortunately or fortunately met Steph. Um, <laughs> I then told her how to get the job, is how my version of the story goes. So I did that for a couple of years, and then similar to Steph, kind of thought this isn't what I want to do for the rest of my life, I don't really want to climb that corporate ladder. Really want to kind of start something um, myself for ourselves, um, and that mission um, has
0: kind of turned into go sweat. Okay, yeah. So obviously, this podcast is going to be something that we're going to be doing every week. We're going to have a new guest on um, from someone related in the fitness industry. What should people kind of expect to get out of the podcast, um, and what's the overall theme or goal of the podcast?
2: What we're trying to do with the podcast is in enlighten people as to what's really going on in the fitness industry, talk about uh, trends, talk about any kind of cool companies that we come across. So I know we've got a few guests lined up that have set up their own businesses in the industry. We've got some guests on who have got a massive social media following and have worked with some of the big brands in the industry and really kind of get people to think about um, how trends in the health and fitness industry are changing um, and hopefully they can stay on top of them whilst having a laugh at times as well.
0: Yeah, yeah
1: Sweatcast is going to be all about having your finger on the pulse for the fitness industry. There's nothing out there like it where you're literally talking to people who are involved in the industry day in, day out. So it's just going to be really honest, really informative, and hopefully a bit of a laugh.
0: Yeah, I hope so too, since I'll be hosting it. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys kind of touched on it with your introductions a little bit. What's sort of the ghost sweat story? You know, how did this go become something? How did it become what it is today? Uh, I guess it can be split into two parts.
2: I'll take lead on the first part and then I'll let Steph take over. So about two years ago now, um, I come from a family of doctors. So both parents are doctors and my sisters as well. Normally when we sat around the dinner table, they end up rambling about something that I don't have any idea what they're talking about. Starting using a whole lot of words that might as well be gibberish and me and my brother normally leave the table uh, to do other things. Uh, during one of these kind of infamous conversations, I poised the question, having seen on the news that day, um, what does it require to save the NHS? So this kind of stemmed a bit of a conversation for about half an hour, which I was kind of listening in and out, um, because as usual, it went down various different digressions as family conversations do. The outcome was that in its current state, it can't really be saved and that the real story behind what's going on is that prevention is the only real method for success. Now, as I say, that was about two years ago now, but it kind of really stuck with me and kind of really framed how we've kind of gone about Go Sweat and everything that's kind of gone into that so far. But let's carry on with the rest of the story. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, yeah, so I guess really where Go Sweat as the idea is now did stem from that conversation, but I mentioned before we were doing 80, 90 hours weeks and um, obviously decided we kind of needed a bit of a break from that so um, booked a trip to do a road trip along California and so we're both really into our fitness and uh, our sport and just generally enjoy Trying new things and everything like that, and I think whilst we were travelling along Highway 101 and had all of this like road journey time to chat and share ideas, um, we kind of touched on that conversation that Alex had had with his with his family, and um, we started thinking about ways preventative ways that you could go about that and I think the two just married together and we thought okay right so how do people find and discover sports and fitness now and why is it so bloody hard um, and I think the problem is is that if you're looking for a yoga studio or boot, boot camp whatever it might be that you have to go to google or there are other <laughs> search engines out there people just don't use them um, and you, you go to google and you open up multiple different tabs and you have to manually click through them all comparing like which one's closest to you, comparing which time they start, comparing how much that is, whether that's the actual kind of yoga or boot camp or PT that you're looking for and it just seems like a real pain in the arse and when you compare that to other things that are out there other marketplaces like Tripadvisor for travel or you've got treat well for beauty or just eat for takeaways it, there's just no need for it to be that hard um so yeah we're in this camp from. we're traveling along highway 101 and about had about three weeks to really take this idea from an idea of what it was and think, okay, actually we could we could really do this. Um, so yeah, on our day back, flew back. Maybe we were a bit jet lagged, but on that same day, we um, handed out notices um, and bought the ghost Sweat um, domain. And we, I don't. We have not really looked back since then. A couple of a couple of months after that, um, we moved down to London, and um, yeah, and started it.
0: Yeah, was it kind of nerve wracking to sort of just come back from holiday and, and just sort of quit that job, or was it something? No, like- in,
2: in honestly, we would both been planning that we were going to leave anyway. Um, so, given the fact that we were quite young and earning far too much money, we both decided to um, not pay rent, but living with parents basically. Mm-hmm. So saved up as much money as we could, knowing that there was a possibility that we might be setting something up in the future. So we really kind of made the most of it, what we were doing in terms of what we were earning and learning, but then had in the back of our minds, yes, we're going to do something different in the future. So
0: it's
1: fucking fantastic to quit <laughs> <laughs> It was. It was pretty fantastic to quit Actually, my um, my boss, uh, Audi's, kind of renowned for um, losing people. Uh, so once you've once you've been doing the area manager scheme, then after um, uh, after a while, I think they about. 10, 20% of the people actually make it through the year. Wow. So when I handed my resignation to my then boss, um, he, he genuinely didn't know what to do, but he had to go and ask his boss what the protocol was for if somebody resigned, because it just never happened to him before in all of his years working there. Um, so it was it was exciting, it was, I think I'd be lying if I said that it wasn't a little bit scary, because you're going out there and you're trying something new, and in the back of your head you're thinking, okay, like. What happens if it doesn't work and I think in answer to that question I was just thinking okay if it doesn't work then I can either do something else or I can get a new job like I'm young I haven't got loads of responsibilities if I'm ever going to do this like now is the time to do it and I think like having that mentality has really allowed you to put everything into it like I'm not scared of failure like so I can just put 100 and 20% in and just go for it and um, I mean it doesn't look like it's what's going to fail
0: yeah. right? <laughs> no, I think <laughs> it's I think it's a really good mentality to have especially um, because we don't really have anything that you lose if you think about it just from my perspective you know I, I also similar story I quit my job in New York City and I, and I moved to London and now I'm here as well and it just like it was one of the best decisions I ever made in my life and, I, and I'm so much happier um where i am today than where i was so i think it's a it's a common theme especially among younger people to sort of want to get more out of not only their job but their life to really experience something every day and i think uh you know Sweat is sort of living proof of that mindset
1: i think it is i think it's a trait of our generation i think like like you said that people want to get more out of their life but i think people experience experience experiences now they, they know when they're not learning anymore and you've kind of reached that cap and definitely for me at Audi I kind of knew instinctively that I'd learned everything I could from that role and that uh, I'd need to try something new and something different to be able to continue that learning experience and now I mean I went to I went through uni and got a first like I came out, I came out um, with a good grade and did a lot of learning but I learn more now on a day-to-day basis than I think I did in like a year of being at uni. I've
2: got a record of the first so I get to diary for the first 100 days of Joe Sweat um, and I looked back at that the other day and I mean I wasted a huge amount of time doing like crap but <laughs> I also kind of looked like back like business back.
1: plans yeah, right, <laughs>
2: well, many business plans <laughs> I look back and maybe I'll share it one day on this podcast, but I had a read over it and it's quite insightful to kind of understand the thought process I had back then. So I'm sure, well, I'm very sure that a lot of what I did then I could have done a lot quicker and not wasted so much time, but I don't really look back at that and think, oh, that's such a waste of time. I look back at that and think, look, I learned so much from that process. Now I can do things quicker, but I'm sure in a year's time, everything I'm doing now, I'll be able to do better and quicker anyway. So it's just constant learning.
0: Yeah. No, that's cool. You should definitely hold on to that. It'll be like... Well, so it's quite embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> It'll go in the museum. Um, <laughs> I've got the
2: first screenshot of the first homepage design
0: that's god-awful. <laughs> <laughs> so turning it uh, back towards the world of sport and fitness, and in London specifically, what are some trends that you guys see that are currently taking place? Some maybe that you find interesting, unique, or, or even concerning? Uh, anything really that you see in the marketplace right now?
1: I think there's definitely a real trend of people going from just doing something to wanting to experience something. So people don't want to just go to the gym they want to go to yoga in a cathedral and they want to be able to experience like life like like in the same way we were saying with a job and i think that is really cool because it's really pushing the sports providers they have to be inventive they have to be creative and i think that in itself will push more people to try new things and i think (laughs) it's That's a lot of what our platform is about, giving people those options and access to discovering things that they might not have found before because they're hidden on page 10 of Google. Um, now they're there if you filter and search for them based on what you're looking for, they, they come up for you. Yeah, and also the
2: industry's changed in terms of flexibility. So, five years ago, it was all about 12 month memberships. Um, now, that's kind of gone, thankfully. So yeah. there's a huge amount more flexibility and we're just enabling people to make the most of that flexibility. Yeah,
0: absolutely. I think, uh, I know when I first moved here, I had trouble finding something, um, you know, that just fit my budget and where I, I lived, where it was, would it be better to be close to where I live or where I work. Um, and it, it just wasn't really an easy or seamless process. So kind of going off that, what are some of the goals of Go Sweat for, you know, in a user's point of view, you know, what can they expect to get out of Go Sweat?
2: So we, our mantra is we want you to discover your perfect rate to sweat. So what that really means is rather than simply doing something that you think you should, so rather than just doing, oh, I think I should go to the gym or I join the gym or I could go for a run but I don't really want to. What we want to do is enable you to find your perfect way to sweat. Sorry, discover your perfect way to sweat. For Steph shouts something me. Before you edit that bit out. <laughs> um, so, yeah, our goal is to enable people to discover their perfect way to sweat. So, rather than thinking, oh, I should join a gym, or, I should go for a run, we want to show you that there is so much choice out there, either where you work, where you live, where you, when you're traveling, whatever it is. The amount of options out there are, is absolutely fantastic. And our platform enables you to simply be able to discover and book those things. So whether it's a boot camp, Pilates, yoga, finding a new sports club, personal trainer, and even uh, things like events, maybe in the future, we really want to make it so that you can simply discover and book your perfect way to sweat.
1: I think we get a bit further than that as well. Like our vision overall is um, to reinvent how people see sport, and that's like physically in like the way that it's displayed and that you discover it on on the internet Um, but also mentally in like the way that you engage with it and you perceive it I think there is still a lot of negativity around uh, the fitness industry where people think that it's all about body image um, or that you have to do it to be healthy but what we really want to emphasize and and we hope that we are through our branding is actually sports and fitness is fun like you don't have to do anything you don't want to do there's so much choice and variety the Out there, that you can find something you genuinely enjoy doing, and just keep doing that. And that itself will, you want to do it then. It won't be something you have to do that's a chore or a bore. Yeah, i think that's. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: think that's sort of the point, is that most people probably do see it as a chore or just another thing to do, um, whether it be before or after work, um, just getting to the gym and I think sort of changing that mindset is really important um, in terms of them, you know, actually enjoying what they do every day. I mean, they're, in theory, you really shouldn't waste any minute of your life doing something that you don't want to do. So, you know, making something that's good for you also fun and entertaining and something that's also social on top of that, I think is a step in the right direction. So we have some rapid fire questions for you guys. And I just want you to say the first thing that comes to your mind some will be fitness related and some might not be. So, start off. What's your favorite time of the day to work out? Morning. Morning. <laughs> How early are we talking? Are we talking four or five or a little bit later? Seven. Seven? seven. Okay. Uh, yeah, seven. Okay, and what's your favorite post-workout meal? <laughs> oh, that is spaghetti.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Generally, I'm not that straight after, but yeah,
0: carbs.
1: I, I quite like a smoothie. I smoothie. feel like I've, I've, I've lost some energy or I've burnt off some energy and I need to replace those sugars.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So outside of working out, because I know you both like to work out in the morning, what's one thing you do in the morning to start your day right?
1: Um, we've got, I, I've got a little puppy called Conker. So I like to work out and I like to come back and pull him out of bed and, um, and take him for a walk. And that normally sets, sets my day off to a good start.
2: And i normally just set multiple alarms so I don't have a choice whether I'm going to get up or not.
0: <laughs> okay, great. So while you're working out, what is your go-to jam?
2: It's quite sad that I have one playlist of 20 songs that I didn't even create, which is called Home Gym Workout. I listen to that every day. So I can probably recite most of those songs, but I don't actually know what any of them are called.
1: <laughs> I, I, I don't actually listen to music whilst I'm working out. I use it as a time to basically catch up on loads of other admin. So if there's like a podcast that I've been dying to listen to, I'll listen to that then. Or if there's someone I want to like speak to on the phone, then I just have to put up with my heavy breathing um, as I plod around the <laughs> common.
0: Okay, cool. So if you guys could have any superpower, what would it be? The ability to never
2: need to sleep.
0: Steph?
1: i think i would like the ability <laughs> you just stole mine <laughs> i think the ability of not having to sleep would definitely open up some hours in your day but i'd quite like the ability of like obviously we want a rounded rounded diet and you want to be able to put things but i do really like chocolate the ability to be able to eat chocolate and it be like relatively healthy um would yeah I'd like to be able to not moderate it's my not chocolate really intake. <laughs> So basically,
0: basically the superpower to turn unhealthy things into healthy things, it sounds like.
1: That would be pretty great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, awesome.
0: All right, so you guys might have to peel out your phone for this unless you remember. What was the last thing that you Googled?
1: I'm going to have to have a quick look. <laughs> Okay. Honestly, the last thing I googled was a company called Borrow My Doggy. As I mentioned before, I've got I've got a little puppy, and yeah, just trying to fit in as many walks as I'd like with him is sometimes difficult. So, yeah, I I, I sometimes rely on Borrow My Doggy um, for for getting for getting him up and out.
0: <laughs> okay, great. And Alex, what was the last thing you googled? I think the last thing I
2: do is probably checking one of the football scores, as I don't really seem to be able to watch any of it on TV anymore. So, generally, I just keep it up to date and type in um, football scores and they all come up straight away. very boring, but it's quite a regular thing now.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, what's one celebrity you'd love to dance with? Jennifer Lawrence.
1: Johnny Wilkinson.
0: Johnny Wilkinson. Okay, great. Um, <laughs> for me, I think I, I would probably choose Shakira. I feel like she... She can probably dance. Yeah, she, she definitely could. I don't know if I'd be able to keep up. Um, <laughs> all right, cool. So that's all we have for the rapid-fire questions for you guys. We're going to round out the episode with some bests of the week. Um, you guys have anything that you want to talk about, whether it be an app, class, site article, some news that you feel like the listeners should know about? Yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah well, uh, you go first.
0: One thing I was reading about this week was
2: that Debenhams... Um, which obviously is a big department store. They're finally trying to modernise what they're offering, so they're actually going to be trialling having small studio gyms within their stores. Don't know exactly how it's going to work, but I think it's quite an interesting way that outdated and oversized retail space is going to be reused for something much better and much healthier. I mean, there'll probably be a cafe next to it selling so god knows what, but I think it's a great step that this big retailers are thinking about how they can get people active um, and into their doors basically.
1: Uh, yeah, I've, I've come across a really cool company actually called Sweat & Sound, um, so what they do is they put on a monthly fitness uh, fitness event, so it changes every month but I, I went to one the other month where um, they were doing yoga uh, in a cathedral with a live orchestra and it was just an absolutely incredible experience and it really, it's a one-off fitness thing to go to, really really captured that experiencing something rather than just doing it so they do things each month and it's invite only and i just think they're a really cool company that have really got their finger on the pulse
0: okay awesome well yeah so those are some final thoughts from your two co-founders of go sweat i hope you guys uh enjoyed our first episode i know i did and uh you know i know we're all really excited to see where this podcast takes us so thanks for having thanks for being on today thanks Thanks,